inspiration, success stories, expert advice, strategies, new ideas, and amazing conversations. Everything you need to become a great speaker. This is Oscar Santolaya, and welcome to Time to Shine. Hello, and thanks for joining today. I'm sure you have been watching TEDx Talks, maybe attending some of these events. And today we're going to discuss about what is the world in the backstage, how people are organizing these events and, and why. And for that, we have a very experienced guest in these matters. Elena Pavetta is an academic lecturer and business trainer in communication, leadership, and presentation skills. Born in beautiful St. Petersburg in Russia, she is currently living in Poland. She has a PhD degree in economics, specialized in entrepreneurship. She is the organizer of TEDx conferences in Poland and an active member of Toastmasters International. Hello, Elena. Hi, Oscar. Thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure talking with you and welcome to the show. And we're going to talk about uh, TEDx, your experience, but I would like to hear a bit more what happened before, how life led you to be a TEDx organizer. So as you already mentioned, I am an academic lecturer and I'm a business trainer. When I started my journey as a lecturer, especially that I had to give lectures in Polish language, which is my third language, I decided to join Toastmasters Club, a club where I can improve my public speaking skills and become better communicator. When after a few years of, of uh, Toastmastering, I became more confident in public speaking and together with my friends, with my colleagues from Toastmasters, we started discussing that it would be great to organize a TEDx event in our city, in Łódź, in Poland, back then. And we, we did. We started it. Well, actually, after our conversation, everyone said that, yes, we should do, we should organize it. And then I came back home and I decided to apply for for the, the license. And after the first application, unfortunately, I got a no that I cannot have a license because of uh, several reasons. And after some time, I applied once again and I got a license. So that's how I became TEDx organizer over five years ago. Well, over five years ago already, and you were the one in your in the group chatting among them that say, okay, I go immediately and I apply. I don't know if you do it immediately, <laughs> but you're the one who, who had the initiative to, to do it. And you got it at the second time, as you said. Yes, yes, it was the second time because the first time I did not read the rules. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And this is what you should do to, to get the license is to read how, what is TEDx event and how it should be organized and only then to send the application. Mm -hmm. 
So this application for getting the, the license, no, that's something that is needed to organize a TEDx event, is granted by, by TED, that is uh, the main organization. So could you tell us a bit of that? Uh, what is TEDx is, is exactly and how it relates to TED? TED is a big conference, the main conference, because very often TEDx events are called TED events as well. So they are not. There is only one TED event in the world, which is uh, happening once a year. And uh, 10 years ago, TED organizers decided that this spreading ideas is a great thing, but it cannot be done only from one place in the world. We need to expand it somehow. And they actually did not expect themselves that TEDx initiative will grow so fast. Ten years ago, it was just a pilot mm -hmm. project in several cities in the world, uh, in Singapore, in Tel Aviv, and in some other places. First TEDx events... Uh, started and then the whole world started to organize more and more and more of those events and currently there are about 10 TEDx events held each day in the world so as we are speaking now we can assume that in te or 10 or more places in the world we have a TED TEDx uh, conference. TEDx conferences are independently organized events, so they can be organized by anyone, by you and me and anyone who wants to bring ideas from their community to the world. Mm -hmm. So anybody who is a TEDx addict could uh, virtually watch live every single day a TEDx event. Yes, absolutely. We need, need some logistics, probably, but yeah, it's it's, it's doable. Um, yeah. So now that you you explain um, your experience with your, uh, especially for your first uh, TEDx event, how you get the license and and what it is exactly. So, so w why someone should organize a TEDx event? Well, I think that for every organi organizer, there is a different type of motivation. My motivation is that I want to make a world a better place. And uh, we are all in, in a way want to make a world a better place through what we are doing, what we are saying to other people. Uh, for example, you are making world a better place with your podcast, with uh, your great episodes of, of uh, your podcast. You. And uh, I am, for me, this is my tool. I am organizing the conference. I'm bringing the best ideas from the local community, we are preparing those speakers, putting them on the stage, recording them, and then spreading those ideas all over the world. Mm -hmm. Yes, and one of, one of the things is that uh, TEDx uh, works locally. Most of, the, most of the speakers come from the place where it is, it is organized. No, that's, that's how it usually is. And... And very often is the speakers are 
are people who are not uh, are not doing this um, regularly and are not active um, speaking in public. Yes, yes, we or we invite speakers not because they are good speakers or not because they are go great people but because they have something in them they have this idea in them very often someone says someone tells us that i know this lady she's a great speaker she could be a great speaker and then i ask so what is her idea and so she can talk about anything mm. then mm. we don't we don't accept such speakers we really search for person who has an idea who uh, made an invention worked on something made a research made an some input in, into his or her local community sure and uh, uh, those speakers, leading a cause yeah so those speakers they they are truly uh, ted style speakers which we are searching for mm -hmm. it might be difficult right to find uh, these people uh, it is uh, w there are lots of those people but they are not coming out uh, w with what they are doing we had many researchers who are doing amazing things in their lab sure. they are s they are their research is amazing but they are not sharing it on the big stage or they are not promoting it online but someone heard something about them and then when we take them out and put them to the stage sometimes uh, amazing things happen yeah that our partners get to notice them and they realize mm -hmm. that their research really means something and then it uh, develops and and goes on and this is the part of tedx magic that many many of the ideas which are discussed during the event they evolve and something is happening after the after the event so many uh, of our participants change something in their lives careers and many of the speakers they get uh, some new partnerships and continue with their ideas further on uh, and coming back to organizing the the event uh, you say that you you send an application to you have to fulfill some some requirements and then you get a license right yes you get a license by ted and once you have the license and you start building your team um What makes a difference between a a very successful TEDx event and another that okay go, goes well, uh, but not? Uh, what would you say to someone who is interested in in organizing events and wants to do really really good? What would you say? Mm -hmm. So first thing is get a license. Then second thing is find your team, and uh, the more people in the team uh, the better and because uh, it is a really big project and uh, you should focus on uh, four main areas the first one is uh, speakers mm -hmm. speakers is uh, 
one of the main areas and it is the main area. However, it is not the only one. Yes. So finding great speakers, coaching them, working with them, having speaker guides, people who work closely with uh, every speaker, meeting with them, uh, uh, discussing organizational details then trainings for speakers yeah, so voice coaching uh, trainings about public speaking stage presence very often as uh, we said tedx speakers are not professional speakers mm. so yeah. some of them they really need this training from the basics and uh, then organizing of uh, the, the rehearsals sometimes they need several rehearsals video mm. rehearsals if they are uh, somewhere not locally but uh, abroad for example sometimes we have speakers who are coming from different cities yes and we have to manage all this so this is the first one the second thing is marketing mm -hmm. marketing is very important uh, uh, communication with media with newspapers radios uh, tvs uh, and online marketing mainly social media this for tedx audience social media is number one and very often we have we cooperate with digital marketing agencies who do the promotion for us uh, then there is uh, partnerships the third main thing you need to have great partners who will be able to um make your event happen mm -hmm. because Funding. on one hand mm -hmm. yes but uh, tedx partnerships are not only sponsors uh, money sponsors because with every partner we collaborate in a very creative way we have uh, in-kind partnerships so those are just partners giving us some goods or presents for speakers or presents for the audience or partners offering experiences for the audience yeah. because TEDx is not only what is happening on stage very often when we know TEDx from uh, the YouTube videos then we think that it is only on stage but TEDx mm -hmm. event is all is uh, what is happening on stage but it is also event experience there is also a lot of things going on behind the the stage during the breaks networking we have coffee lunches sometimes we have uh, those creative areas of for example, virtual reality or robotics or solar cars, depending on who, who is our partner, who is our speaker. And every time this event experience looks completely differently. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is a great part. And of course, another very important part is logistics of the event. Mm -hmm. So registration of um, participants, venue, transportation, and many, many, many other things which uh, go there. So to sum up, it's speakers, marketing, partners, and logistics. And those four areas are really key and need to be taken care of. 
you you already know by heart is <laughs> <laughs> yes i was i i organized several events already so i know what to focus on <laughs> and how you how somehow you can at the end of the event measure success what is the how would you say yes is we we did the event and is what we expected we got the impact as we expected let's say well there is um, a way to measure um, the um, to measure the success of the event just by asking how, would you recommend this event to someone mm. and uh, then we get feedback but I don't measure the success only by the results of recommendation from one to ten points. My main measure of success of the events is when I see the participants during the breaks that they are enjoying the event, mm. that they really get those ideas. When I see the creative conversations uh in in the during the break this creative atmosphere which uh, uh during this event experience w which is created and people are talking to each other sometimes starting new businesses together mm. it happened at my event mm. that uh, people got inspired and they talked to each other oh maybe we should start a business oh, yeah. and and they started then when speakers are stay in touch with us uh, when uh, we, we create this community exactly. and people who attend TEDx events they come back all the time and our speakers come back to our events so mm -hmm. the fact that uh, this community of spreading ideas is growing this is success for me yeah I'm, I'm sure Yeah, as you said, the the sense of community is something uh, very valuable. And if if the guys who attended or the speakers come to the next year, yeah, that's that tells a lot. Yeah. What would some if you focus on the speaker? Let's say someone who is listening to this would like to to be a speaker for the first time. What would you? Okay. What would you say to someone who wants to be a speaker? Uh, Hmm. considering or should I be this kind of gems you you mentioned <laughs> <laughs> well if you want to be a speaker at TEDx event you first need to consider whether you have an idea worth spreading because TEDx is only about ideas worth spreading and what is an idea worth spreading So, first of all, it should be new. It should be something innovative. It should be something not mentioned before. So, if you Google your idea and you see that it was mentioned in many places already, so maybe this is not something that should be discussed from TEDx stage because it is not new. Maybe you have a new perspective on al already existing idea which is also great. You need to also think whether you have to, wh whether 
you have something to share with people because only speaking theoretically about something because you read the book and you think that this is great to talk about well we have toastmasters clubs for example where we can talk about anything we can tell stories we can uh, tell something we read in books and then you can just practice public speaking but from tedx stage people want you to share something with them so did you research did you make an interesting research did you uh, talk to interesting people did you conduct interviews did, maybe you are a designer and you created an unusual interesting collection or you're an architect and you have an interesting new approach to your job those ideas they can come from absolutely all spheres of life but they should be new and they should be worth spreading so two things mm -hmm. yeah i think you you have said it very very clearly clearly and new and new ideas and worth spreading <laughs> as you said yeah excellent and you mentioned that tedx will have is having 10 years during 2019 right uh, it's a great uh, great milestone and you as an organizer what do you feel that this is this um this team this this type of event is is heading maybe you have seen some evolution and you might feel that it's heading in some direction what's your feeling on that well in i'm with tedx only for the last five years mm -hmm. And I can already see during the last five years how fast is it is developing. This year is uh, 2019 is an anniversary. It's uh, 10 years of TEDx and we are celebrating it all over the world. We have so-called TEDx weekends in different parts of the world. For example, I'm going to TEDx weekend in Rome. Uh, it's for European organizers in October. We are gathering together with different organizers and we're discussing the, the state of TEDx and uh, the future where we are heading. We can see that it is developing very fast in, uh, depending in which part of the world, for example, in the US, there are lots of uh, TEDx events in almost in every university, in mm -hmm. every school, mm -hmm. in every okay. part of the city, you can find a separate TEDx event. On one hand, it is amazing because this is a great platform for sharing ideas which are not on TV, which are not on radio. And uh, this is just great medium to, to, to share these ideas. On the other hand, the fact that it is growing so fast, mm -hmm. it is getting harder and harder to control. And sometimes in uh, some organizers, some especially new teams, they do not exactly read the rules, how the event should look like, 
what kind of speakers should be invited. And it makes TEDx image uh, a little bit um, more blurry. Yeah, sure. Yes. However, we are really working on our brand and our image to be consistent all over the world. And I think that as for now, we're doing a great job and we will try to do it better and better. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, you you and everybody who is organizing TEDx events doing an excellent job. So we really appreciate that. Elena, could you now share with us what is your favorite quotation? Mm. My favorite quote is, if you are the smartest person in the room, then you are in the wrong room. Mm-hmm. And I love this quote because it really depicts my approach to life. I always try to challenge myself and be with people who are smarter than me, who are better than me. And by, by this, I, I just learn and excel faster. Yeah, excellent. It's a lot about uh, learning, continuous learning. Like we are, we learn something, and then we are at a point that we go to next. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm sure that now that you talk about learning, is you might probably you read. I guess you read often, and that's my guess. Yes. So I please share one book in particular that has been you would like to mention because has been influential inspiring for you just pick one and tell us why well one of the last books i read mm-hmm. and i would really like to share with you because i love this book is a book by dave asprey from bulletproof diet uh, he this book is called He has several books, but uh, I read his last one called Game Changers. And uh, Dave Asprey, who also has actually a podcast called Bulletproof Podcast, is talking to many people who are life hackers, who are making their lives better in many different areas. And In this book, Game Changers, he gathered all life hacks from all the people he mm. talked to. What, how to make your life easier, better, how to live longer, healthier. And he put all those tips very shortly in one book. When I read this book, I just got so much knowledge and so much wisdom to, from specialists from many, many different areas mm-hmm. about eating, sleeping, exercising, and many, many other things. So I really recommend you this book because I think that I will read this book a couple more times <laughs> myself. Okay. And are you really applying that? <laughs> yes, I started applying it, but there is so much to apply. So I just need to do it step by step. Of course, the ones that are good for you, of course. 
And now you could share with us an exercise, something practical that we should um, do regularly, a routine to shine. To shine? Well, I think that what I mentioned is being with smart people, being with great people is uh, the best the best way. If you want to be a great speaker, then go to the place where great speakers are, the Toastmasters Club or uh, some professional speakers association or m become part of TEDx organization team and uh, just start doing this from from the basics and see how it is done, learn and just become better and better. Definitely, it's a, it's a great idea. Be always with people who it's also the what you had said before, challenge. You know, it's people who know more about know more than you in something that it's uh, relevant for you, and for you will be um, learning by interacting, by talking with these people. And of course, there will be always people who be happy to to mentor you. That's something you might know very well. It's very useful for anything in life. So thanks a lot for this interview. Elena, please tell us how we can find you on the net. What are the best ways? Well, thanks a lot for having me here. I would be happy if you reach out to me and contact me on LinkedIn or on Facebook. I'm very active on all social media. And uh, you can find me by my name and surname, Elena Paveta, it is P-A-W-E-T-A. And uh, if you add me on any of the social media, just write something to me and I would be happy to have a chat with you. And what is the next TEDx event you're organizing, where it is and how to find it? My next event is TEDx Warsaw Women. It is uh, in, uh, It will be in December in Warsaw. Hmm. Only for women. Not only for women. It is about <laughs> cooperation between men and women. Okay, fantastic. So let's let's find the data on the net also. TEDx, TEDx Varso Women. Yeah. Again, thanks a lot, uh, Elena, and all the best. Thank you for having me here. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Did you like it? Please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, or visit us at time to shine podcast.com until next time 